This is the talk of Music City Real Estate. Welcome back to another episode of The Talk of Music City Real Estate. Where we educate and motivate all things real estate. My name is Monty Moore with Realty One Group Music City. Hey, and I'm Carrie Ann with CMD Financial and My Mortgage Team. Every week we'll be posting a new episode chock full of Nashville real estate value. Yes, and you can follow along and subscribe at TalkMusicCity.com. Got a question for us? Ask away at questions at TalkMusicCity.com. Monty. Carrie Ann, it's so good to hear you say this rather than <laughs> you, <laughs> Mr. Hoover. Great, great, but, though, I, but though it's great to have I Mr. Concur. Hoover in the house. <laughs> I concur. Well, I'm so grateful Can you he's here. imagine him trying to fill your shoes? I mean, you know? he's, I just appreciate him so much. I do stand a little bit taller. <laughs> a little taller. <laughs> Especially well, with the heels. I love it. Well, we have a packed house today full yes. of a lot of excitement and some familiar faces, hopefully. I'm excited. I haven't seen your familiar face. You've got some extracurricular on your face going on here. <laughs> About to go ice fishing. Oh, <laughs> even better. Are you really? I am. You're dressed for it. I'm leaving tomorrow. No kidding. Even That's better. Story. I wow. love that. Tennessee well, Home Inspectors. Mm-hmm. You know, Carrie Ann, Jason, you know, the reason you guys probably know this, the reason why I wanted to have Aaron on here is, first of all, I think he has one of the best inspection companies in the in the uh, mid- middle Tennessee, of course, or we wouldn't be doing business with him. But the uh, concern I have as, as being an old dog in this business called real estate sales is that there's a whole lot of accepting without validation, They're accepting without inspection. You know what I'm saying? Out there, and I'm concerned that we're setting ourselves up for a you know an interesting future. Back in 2008, uh, seven rather, six and seven, the market was super hot, and inspectors were or, or homes you know weren't even being inspected. You know, people were tired of living in the basement with uh, at the mother-in-laws, and they just wanted to get out. I don't care about an inspection. Just let me have my new house, for instance. And it seemed like the those people that were supposed to be analyzing the new construction, I don't know if they were just overwhelmed or what, but it seemed like the scrutiny just wasn't there. Mm-hmm. And so what we, what we saw happen is then five years after that, when people started selling them, we realized, oh my God, you know, this home has never been checked out and it's got some serious issues. Well, Aaron is, you've grown an amazing business um, and one that we can't wait to talk more about and how we can definitely utilize his service and his business in our everyday, even in today's market. I think that's super important, Mm -hmm. like you're saying. But before we do that, let's talk about our amazing sponsors. So very grateful for them. Music City Removal, they're the number one junk removal service in Nashville from residential, commercial, and construction. They're experts in running you of junk. They're uh, excuse me, their costs include labor and dumping fees without any hidden or added expenses. So whether you need a full clean out or just one item removed, they have you covered. The Music City Removal Team knows the importance of respect and trust while in someone else's home. They understand the inconvenience of junk left behind by previous homeowners and tenants and are determined to provide an affordable and customer-focused junk removal service that puts you first. For a free on-site estimate, just go to musiccityremoval.com. That's musiccityremoval.com. Yes, Music City Removal, because clutter ain't cute. Shazam! <laughs> Shazam! There's that saying that Jason loves so much. I love it. I love it. <laughs> can you, hear him, can you hear, hear him saying this, though? I, I know, guess. it's too funny. It's, it's awesome. kind of awkward it's when a... I say it. <laughs> but some of the houses, Aaron, that you see, right, aren't so cute, right? Oh, we see a lot of... A lot of train wrecks. Yeah, well, meaning true. they all look pretty, but then what you get to do is get the dirt, mm-hmm. right, mm-hmm. under, you know, on your clothes, get down, look things through, et cetera, et cetera. So, so Jason, what's, gonna, what's it going to look like when, let's say, 
somebody bought a home without an inspection and you know four years later five years later they decided to sell it what's that going to look like when they're suddenly now responsible for the things that weren't caught on the front end i would say i I guess i see i see a future of a fetal position crying (laughs) you know Mm -hmm. yeah Yeah, i wish that was funny as it sounds you know right you know because guess who that buyer who then is a seller, guess who they're going to come knocking on whose door? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because, I mean, it's going to turn. It's going to turn. It's going to yeah. you know, slow down, what have you, and then they are going to be responsible. So, mm-hmm. you know, even if you are, um, you know, foregoing the inspection, don't, don't put it off. Go ahead and do it. Mm-hmm. You know, if, if once you close something, you need to know what you own. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I bet that's not happening very oh, much. No, you know, not if it's not happening. happening on the front, it ain't happening on the back end. No. One of the things I tell people when they're buying a new home, what the one of the best things to do, I think, is, Aaron, you can uh, you know chime in on this, but we all know about the inspection right before closing. Well, if you're building something from scratch, it's better to have the process through the building. You know, at least through a couple of different phases, you can mm-hmm. clarify that, Aaron. But also a year into it right before that warranty is up do one more because that now it is your baby and now it's had a chance to sit in the weather for the last year mm-hmm. and determine whether or not it's weather worthy if somebody didn't have the money of all the other ones that's the one i put as as important as anything mm-hmm. except that by the time the builder has the money you're not quite as important and in, in, in today's world who knows if that builder's going to be around or not right and with a lot of the smaller builders too it's a big inconvenience to get them back there for your large track homes they've got subs in the area mm-hmm. they're probably still building whole streets there and mm-hmm. it's pretty easy for them to come in and do the repairs but it's a it's a pain in the butt just a hassle in life to they just don't acknowledge you either if even if it wasn't a pain those smaller ones they say i don't know who mm-hmm. you are and i like phase inspections especially a pre-drywall so even pre-installation because mm-hmm. when let's, the installation talk, goes let's, down let's clarify what, a, what is a, stuff I'm, what's a phase inspection let's so on new construction that. there's different phases of construction um right before the installation goes in we can still see all the structural components we can see the members that the trusses are made of where they're bound you know they're joined together and things so mm-hmm. we could see a lot at that point once the insulation and the drywall is there hey there's a lot of stuff we can't see after that it may surface in that first year of ownership mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. and then a pre-closing inspections fantastic too because a lot can happen in that year so if we find uh, plumbing where drains are not tied in we've seen houses a year old where the the bathtub was never tied into the sewer system. It was just dumping in the crawl space. And I've seen that more oh. than one occasion. Yeah. 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 Or let's say, um, you know, the column underneath the stairwell isn't supported. It just needed a shim. Mm-hmm. You know, over a year, that'll settle a quarter inch and mm-hmm. find, it'll find its new resting place. But why let it get that far? Because now if you want to fix it, you're going to jack up the house and then shim it. And I had, I never forget one that, um, uh, it was a well. It's a well-known builder in town, and the air conditioning was reversed. It was sucking in all the vents and blowing out the return. Oh yeah, we came across one of those last month. Yeah, well, it's probably going to mess up the system after a while, won't it? Sure. <laughs> here's here's the problem: is that most consumers believe the new construction is the uh, it, it's going to be okay. And that, that's when they usually forego the inspection. Well, it's got a warranty on it. Right. Right. And codes looked at it. Yeah, right. everything's right. good. When right. Right. really, I mean, I would say, especially now, those are the ones you really need to be looking into. Really because, do. I mean, I'm sorry, they're, they're cutting corners. Mm-hmm. They are. They're, and they're, 
Their yeah, houses aren't being built the same way. And there, no. there's some great builders out there, but they're also not so good builders. Yeah, and, out and there I'm too. definitely, and I, I should say that, I mean, I'm definitely not talking about all builders. Right. No. 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 Um, there, but there are large builders that do it. And so, yes, you should be hiring somebody, you know, to go take a look at it different phases. You know, and because here's the thing when, when a homeowner owns it, if they're going to be using it for a while, they're probably going to fix whatever the issue is. Well, this is a new build. Nobody's owned it. Nobody knows what's going on. And the the builder isn't going and doing a thorough inspection like a professional is. Mm-hmm. Right. you got to have a third party in there. Josh, we did an inspection not that long ago that was for a one-year-old home. The current owner had never had an inspection. The new buyer's got an inspection and the gas was never turned on to his second level furnace so his whole house was being heated by the lower level hvac system and upstairs it was just just going all the time but not creating heat little things just turning a valve wow yeah, I mean, I th- so let's talk about how you and you're handling inspections today in this world right like it's just so funny to me. They don't want a mortgage. They don't want a home warranty. They don't want an inspection. They don't want, you know, anything. No, by the way, pay more and then, you know, close in 48 hours. So, I mean, we're all in professions, you know, that um, we want to maintain and continue to grow within. So how are you handling inspections today? Pass, fail? Is that just no pass, fail? Well, I mean, How's there's definitely options. You know, definitely definitely some options for everybody. And I think that's one thing that we do want to cover. Uh, pass, fail is one option that people are leveraging to win um, offers. Um, some are just foregoing the whole inspection or eyeballing it themselves. Um, you know, so, yeah, it's definitely a, a thing that's happening right now because it's so hard to win an offer. And and they they're just trying to they are trying to sweeten the deal as much as possible. So let's say I say no to an inspection, could I still as a seller or to, as a buyer? Or, yeah, or as a buyer. Okay. Yeah, excuse me. As a buyer, I say I don't need an inspection. Mm-hmm. But wouldn't I, as a buyer, like to know what I'm getting myself into? So wouldn't I hire you anyways? You should. And we've had buyers who have called our office and scheduled an inspection, and then the listing agent said, "Oh no, they they've waived their inspection mm-hmm. contingency," and the buyers were under the you know, they thought they could get an inspection still and maybe walk away even if they couldn't ask for repairs. So I think how it's written is super important. It is. Oh, but I mean, let's, let's explore that a yeah. little bit. Okay. Cause that's a really big deal. It you is. Know? It's, it's one of those things that, you know, again, I don't want to, I don't want to get on a, um, a soapbox here, but many of you have heard me talk about the future of our industry depends on the real estate professional and the, in the, in our reputation is not always as strong as it should be or could be because people have not been professionals in that environment and just wanted to get the house and not real not think about the ramifications by not taking care of some of these things up front and so you know that kind of thing's hap- going to be happening more than ever before so let, let's let's delve in that just a little bit before we go get on because jason what you're talking about here on this pass fail i agree that that's winning some deals but what does it truly mean what is the difference between an offer subject to a satisfactory home inspection and a pass fail? Mm-hmm. It's still up to the buyer, and, you know, the buyer to agree to accept the, the the results of that inspection. It doesn't change anything. It, it the theory is that well, they won't have to theoretically won't have to fix the doorknob or whatever the little things mm-hmm. were, and it sounds good. But the truth of the matter is, 
they can walk away either way, or they can renegotiate either way. It's nothing's changed other than the the way you spell mm-hmm. the, the verbiage. It's and from my perspective, unless it's it, it, unless it's spelled out, mm-hmm. it's very ambiguous. Right. Definitely, the pass fail is uh, better for the buyer than the seller. You know, if a mm-hmm. seller, uh, you know, I've got fifteen offers, and one is just waiving the inspection. I'm, I would say that would be better. Of course, you know, there's many different things to take into consideration. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but if we're just focused on if you're just focusing on that, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Because on the buying side, I mean, it definitely at least gives you an out if mm-hmm. there are some issues, mm-hmm. and if you don't define it, then yeah, it could be whatever they want it to be. Mm-hmm. Um, that's why it is. If you're the listing agent, it definitely needs some parameters around it. Yeah, I think the listing agent is what I'm speaking from. But from the buyer's agent, yeah, at least do that. At least make it subject to or make it uh, pass fail so that you have the results of a thorough inspection to make that decision on not this the fear of loss because right now there's hundreds of homes that have been sold out there just off the fear of loss there's not been an inspection mm-hmm. performed on that home and like carrie ann said it's just important to know what you're getting into because mm-hmm. a lot of houses if they're owned by investors if they're owned by an estate there's no disclosures. Like they don't, right. they don't know anything about the house. They haven't said how old the roof is or how old the HVAC is. And when we look at the age of homes, when we think about houses that were built in 2004, 2005, 2006, this is a very dangerous era to buy a house in mm-hmm. because HVAC systems, roofs, and water heaters all have a 15-year-old lifespan. Mm-hmm. And we remember 2004, 2005, it wasn't that long ago, right? So mm-hmm. those memories are fresh. We don't, we don't think of that. We don't judge that as an old house. Right. Mm-hmm. But it has aging systems. Right. So I did an inspection for, for a guy who was buying his first home, and I was there 10 minutes. I had walked on the roof, and I looked at the HVAC and the water heater, and he met me in the garage at that point, and I asked him, do you, do you have a lot of money saved up to spend on this house when you move in? And that question caught him off guard. I didn't really sugarcoat it. He was confused, <laughs> like, what? And, well, it's going to need these three systems. The roof, it needs now, like right away. No questions asked. It has repairs. These recent storms have torn it up more. It's spent. The HVAC, great system. Congratulations. You've got a high-end system. That's the good news. The bad news is it's a high-end system, and it's old, too. So it's going to take mm-hmm. some maintenance. And as we phase out the different types of coolant, Freon is probably a replace, not a repair, once it starts having problems. So it wasn't the right house for him. He moved on to another one. But just knowing what you're getting into is what's important. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I, I was just think about the house I bought, right? I mean, I had inspections. So it's not, a, just like I said, not all lenders are the same. Not all inspectors are the same as well. You want an inspector who's going to do a true True review, like a true honest, like you did with that gentleman, right? I think that's important because technically, possibly the house, the roof wasn't, let's just say, wasn't of total concern right at the moment, but you're right. In a year or now, it, mm-hmm. it would be. So you were being honest, right? Which I could appreciate that. But to think that, you know, somebody didn't move away a curtain to see the mushrooms growing out and I didn't see it until after I purchased it to $75,000 later to get brand new windows because, oh, by the way, it, they went up in price, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. who has True. that, you know, who can do yeah. that kind of stuff? And, mm-hmm. and because the builder painted the windows, they're out of warranty. Mm-hmm. So you can't replace, you know, mm-hmm. stuff like that. So I think it's so key to know what you're getting yourself you know into as well and don't assume just because it looks pretty like i did that it was cool like i did that it wouldn't you know have some issues um you know later 
Yeah. Right. I mean, that's what's important for everybody to know. And that's what I'm a little worried about what's well, to come. That's where we are right now is people are so desperate for homes mm-hmm. and winning a home. And especially if you go through a few of them that you lose out on, you're like, I don't care what it takes. I'm over this. Mm-hmm. I just want a place to land. Mm-hmm. Right. And so they're throwing everything out the window and saying, hey, I'm rolling the dice here. You know, and it's a, it's a gamble mm-hmm. whenever you weigh the inspection. And so they're like, hey, just get me in a house. I'll deal with anything later. Well, what, what's the incentive for the seller to actually do anything prior to right. listing it anyways? Because he's still going to get or she's still going to get the, yeah, the price not. of their house. And right. so Other than uh, to be a person of integrity and, and disclose, hey, I know there's some issues here. The market's forgiving right now. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah. But I mean, like you're saying, aged anything aged is going to deteriorate somehow, mm-hmm. right? Somewhere, some, <coughs> someone, you know, so maybe thinking, maybe the newest, instead of refinancing, it's renovation loans that are going to be the, mm. the, the thing later on in life because of, because of all of that. But I would still want to, um, like, go back to what you were saying, how I couldn't get an inspection. I would still want to know the good, the bad, the ugly, mm-hmm. you know, and Absolutely. maybe I can't do that until after closing. Is that what he's saying, Well, Jason? that well, is happening yeah, too. And then we're having some people do inspections before they make an offer, which is different. You can't um, do that. There's not enough time. Not enough time. I mean, yeah. We've done a few. But, yeah, some people will come in just for a, hey, come hit the high points with me. We've got an hour to look at this house. Um, oh, they're bringing, you on the, they're bringing you on the, the showing? Mm-hmm. Interesting. Right. But it's not a full compliant inspection, yeah. typically. We've can pulled you do off that? a few of those. Well, sure you can, but it's not time. It's not a... You know, it's not beneficial for him unless he's you know charging enough to make it worth his while, and it does give somebody some some something to you know feel good or or not about hanging their hat on by looking at the major components. Certainly, it's better than going in there blindfolded. So, right. what about that from a <clears throat> agent standpoint, though? I think that might be genius. Well, it, it, I mean, we talk, <laughs> meaning like I would if I was an agent, right? You know, but having somebody that's of quality, that's a professional, that knows what they're doing available at your beckoning call i mean i mean we talked about this a little bit before before going on the the air that you know is is that even part of the potential equation it's it can be but you know you're going to pay for that it's going to be at least like a hundred dollars i mean i don't know i don't want to put money uh, money money in your mouth i don't want to put you know know, any sort of uh, conviction in uh, of, of what you would do for a certain dollar amount but Talk to us about that, Aaron. I think that's an important topic because it, you know, I know I know folks that are using ribbon as an example, and we love ribbon, but they make it subject to some, you know, a home inspection. And they're, they're, I've got a bunch of agents who've lost deals because they didn't want to make it subject to it. And and it's not just a pass fail; it's a, you know, it's a full blown inspection. Right. And our our pass fail inspections are full inspections, so we're typically looking at about one hundred and fifty dollars just okay. to come show up, look at a house. Let's just walk. I would think it, so. Let's talk I would about think it. so. Yeah. And we can we can gather a lot of information in that time, and we can see a lot of things, and I can convey mm-hmm. very, a, a lot to you. I look at the roof, HVAC. I can hit the crawl space real quick. I'm not going to catch everything, but we can we can go over a, a lot of stuff because yeah. I'm not building a report at that time. Right. Snap a couple pictures just to jog my memory while we're talking. Mm-hmm. But um, it's definitely not the same as, a, as an inspection. One thing I would invite the sellers to do in this kind of a market is what, you know, Connie and I did. I mean, I was kind of, some criticized me when they saw my seller disclosure when we sold our home. But being a broker, I, want, I, I feel especially, you know, not vulnerable, but responsible to mm-hmm. disclose everything I know about a house, okay? And so I put, but I wasn't going to do anything, okay? I mean, it's one thing 
to not disclose it and then have to argue about it. It's another thing to, okay, I mean, I disclose that the light in the microwave doesn't work, but it's being sold in as is condition. Mm-hmm. The water heater, something was going on with it, but it's being sold in as is condition. I listed about a dozen things huh. that weren't, exa- you know, right, because mm-hmm. I pay attention to my home, but it's being sold in its as is condition. I said that after each one of them. And, you know, the seller, you know, there was some concern that I was going to chase people away. Well, we still had eight offers on the house. And the person who won the deal on the house, when, when I was talking to her about this, I said, I know it's a little over the top. She goes, oh, I'm just, I'm so grateful you did it that way. Mm-hmm. Because we don't feel like we're, you know, taking a chance here. Because you really, I mean, I broke down some really minor things, you mm-hmm. know. You gave her more confidence. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. And part of it is, if I'm going to be that detailed in my disclosure, then mm-hmm. there must not be anything big wrong with the house, you know, and which would turn out to be true. Right. It's playing with an open hand. And I encourage yeah. people to do that. Yeah. So do you do just your basic inspection or do you do other inspections like chimney, um, you know, um, pool, cool. other things, other inspections too within your organization? Chimney's included, but it's a basic chimney inspection. We're not dismantling components. If you get a, a chimney sweep out, they'll do more. I gotcha. And the same thing with HVAC. They'll do technical aspects that we don't do. Uh, pools, we subcontract that. So anything I do that's not in our baseline services, I hire real professionals to do. And oh, nice. I believe in that. So for pest inspection, radon, pools, we subcontract all mm-hmm. that. Of it. I mean, I think about the chimney. The reason why I say that is um, got the chimney inspected and found out that the the chimney itself wasn't tall enough. And so the draft over was going to push the um, mm. push the, the everything back into In the your house. Home? Yeah. Oh, boy. <laughs> this, But I knew that initially. So I said, um, let's do something different. Let's change it to a gas. You know, and this was the outside one. Um, but at least I knew what I was... Mm-hmm. That part of my life, I knew. Like, I knew the chimney. I didn't know the rest of the story, you know, uh, with the deck falling five inches and the outside patio collapsing. I didn't know any of that. Or raining in Aubrey's playroom four months after we bought it because the flashing was never secured. Like, all of that. Now, is that oh, something boy. that would you would, you would catch? I love flashing, yes. Yeah. <laughs> so, look at... So, I was recommended by a fancy inspector, right? It doesn't matter how much money you spend on an inspector if they don't do a good job. So quality, quality, quality mm-hmm. is key to, to all that, you know? Um, and I'm, would I have still bought the house? Probably. Cause I was madly in love with, you know, I had the googly eyes, mm-hmm. right. But it's at least I knew, house. knew what I was getting myself into. I could yeah. budget accordingly to, you know, things that would possibly pop up, you know, later in life. But guess who I bought it from a builder. Mm-hmm. Like who would yeah. think that who well, would think that there was build wrong? Build product, you would that think, kind of you know, at that price point too. So I think it's important, no matter what, you know, um, to kind of think think through all that. But I want to reiterate that quality people that have been in the business a long time that continue due to a consistent service level that you do, I think that's really important. I'm going to throw something else in there, there though that's important, and that is to have good bedside mannerisms. Okay, yeah. there there are people in town that pride themselves in killing deals. Oh, yes. Okay. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Why yeah. would you want to do that? I mean, you want a thorough inspection, but you you know, no home can in today's world can stand up to the scrutiny if you really want to take it to another level. Is that true, Aaron, or not? I mean, you have the ability. You, I mean, I'm sure you have the knowledge. You, you don't have the you know, anger in you that would cause you to do this probably like some, but, you know, any, any you know, good inspector who's familiar with construction can probably kick, cause any, any deal to fall apart if they right. really want to get petty. Absolutely. 
you want to educate your client, but you don't want to excite them, overexcite them. You mm-hmm. know, just how it's presented is anything in a house can be fixed. Yeah. So it's just about giving them the information so they can figure out what they're going to do with it. They work with their agents. So it puts us in an awkward position when people ask what it's going to cost to repair because right. we don't know. We're not the right. contractor who's right. going to be fixing it. There's a lot. So many currently. <laughs> a lot. Contractors are high right now and supply chain issues are oh, I still don't have garage doors. Plywood is coming back, I swear. I'm bringing, I'm, I'm oh. bringing plywood back. Well, one thing I would do is to our viewers here that are thinking about and because i get it you know there's some cases you just need to do what you need to do i mean my own wife and i we made an offer on a house in polk place in franklin when we first sold ours um, and we said look we'll waive the inspection we'll waive the appraisal we'll waive the everything else we'll pay for your yard service we'll pay for your utility bills i mean we all i mean it was unbelievable how creative we got wow and and we we're 117,000 over asking price okay Counting the fact, I waived never the commission moved as into well. Polk Place, just for the record. So. <laughs> no. But um, my point is, you know, I was in construction before I ever got into real estate, so I was making a call for myself. Mm-hmm. You know, um, <clears throat> but that didn't get the offer. No, we we're in third place. Third place <laughs> wow. with all of that still. You know, I mean, going back to what you said, going back to the young kid about the three systems. You know, he chose not to buy that home. But I do feel Aaron did the right thing by educating the bar, the mm-hmm. you know, the buyer to be what he was about to see. You know, like, I mean, if I knew that the fl- all flashing had to be redone, and I knew this and I knew that, you know, as much as I love that house, I mean, I just needed to budget, mm-hmm. you know, and I needed to figure out that maybe I don't get a new car and I have to plan right. for repairs, you That's know, type of thing. Let me let me play devil's advocate just for a second here and put Aaron on the spot though. I'm not sure that I would have been happy with you making that kind of comment with my buyer. Sure. I'm just yeah. being real, okay? Yeah, now, but he's if, doing now, his job, though. Now, if I'm an agent who really is truly working from a place of abundance and I want the best for my client, damn right, I, I will be, you know, I would be glad that you're the professional making a comment like that. Mm-hmm. But from a standpoint of the average agent out there who's not sure, of, you know, they're just trying to put a deal together oh, yeah. and, the, and the inspector just killed it. You know, with saying, hope you got deep pockets, buddy. You're going right. to spend some well, money here. To give you a little more insight there, this house was the, the sellers were not going to make any repairs. That was known on the front end. It mm-hmm. was contractual at this point. Mm-hmm. So, you know, my, my conversation to the client is if you don't have this money and they're not going to do any repairs, talk with your agent and see what you can do to work out something in the loan because maybe they can escrow some money. Maybe the house appraises for more than what they're buying it for. Mm-hmm. I don't know the situation. Right. But maybe there was a way to still get that deal back on track. So that's what he did. He called his agent so they could get creative. Mm-hmm. And and good agents are very creative. So Yeah. I think that's important to know. Like, not just saying this and he walks away out of fear. But, I mean, it is. I mean, you're talking about staying with the quality agent. Yeah. yeah you know, it, leading it, it, the force. Yeah. And don't misinterpret what I'm saying here okay no, I don't because the reason why i use you i know i can trust your judgment because you've got my reputation on the line mm-hmm. so i hope every agent understands what i'm saying here is that you need to get over yourself if you're a professional who who you trust not because it's the cheapest deal or because he brings great donuts because he does a great job yeah. or whatever or or her or whatever their reason yeah. is but i love what he's saying i love what he's saying though you know, every vendor working together during this time, I think is important, right? Mm-hmm. So right now he's talking about, 
you know, an inspection not possibly working out because of this repair or that repair. You're right. We could look at a two or three K loan. We could mm-hmm. look at doing a renovation after you close because they're probably not going to accept a two or three K loan at the moment at the time. Mm-hmm. But we could do that after. Mm-hmm. You know, we could look at, you know, and you may say, well, you're not an appraiser, but you may say, we talk to the appraiser and say, what if we redo the roof and we redo this and we redo that? What will that do to the value? Mm-hmm. At that point, then there is some extra play money, you mm-hmm. know, there for us to do some 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 changes and some tweaks right and and my my suggestion to him was that hey the the sellers may not be willing to make repairs but they might have an insurance claim because we literally just had these crazy storms come through Mm -hmm. and there's a lot of damaged shingles Mm -hmm. so this is is fresh because i see repairs there are recent repairs but we also have additional damage Mm -hmm. so if he could have gotten a new roof via mm-hmm. insurance claim mm-hmm. before closing, mm-hmm. maybe that would have been, the, you know, mm-hmm. then he would have some, something he could work with. Then his insurance goes up on the next house. So, I mean, it's <laughs> one of those, you know, deals because they did the claim, you know, and then you see that struggle, you know, over and over again. But you're right. There is a possibility there. Or on the other side, could that roll over from an insurance standpoint, you know, after you purchase it? I don't know. You know, because we're not. Aaron, how do folks get a hold of you if they want to? They're they're watching because they, you know, they have don't. They're not committed to. Who's not using Aaron? We right there. We need to start. <laughs> He's great. Exactly, exactly. So uh, we've got a website. Getaninspector.com. Get an inspector.com. Get an inspector. Remember that? That's cool. Remember Easy. that function we did, and it was around Halloween. Guess what he dressed up as. Spectre gadget. It was good. <laughs> True story. He won. Yeah, he won the prize. I think that day it was, was really good. Hands coming on my hat. It was fun. It was so <laughs> yeah, good. Yeah, it was yeah. so perfect. That I was saw awesome. That in my garage last week. So get an inspector. Get an inspector. Dot com. Dot com. Hey, mm-hmm. to you guys who haven't been in the business too long time, let me let, me, let the old guy share for just for a quick second. I used to use an inspector because he's a really nice guy. Okay, and he's still a nice guy, I'm sure. Until he did an inspection for me that ended up costing me thousands of dollars and a nine-hour deposition because he didn't see something. My point of bringing that up is that person is still out there inspecting. As a matter of fact, I closed on a house just two weeks ago, and his company was the one who did the inspection. And how in the hell that person is able to inspect when he didn't bother to come to the deposition even though he was named because he had let his E&O insurance expire, okay? And I'm sorry, I'm not naming anybody, but my point is not all inspectors, like not all lenders, not like not all brokers are created equal. There are some really, really, really good ones. And there's some that you probably don't want to uh, hook your uh, name to, okay? Because it's going to affect the confidence mm-hmm. that, that your clients have in your judgment if you're using folks that aren't the absolute best. So. Mm-hmm. And not only is he great at his job, he's also a huge support to our real estate community, yes, which I'm yeah. very yes, grateful for him always being there and us giving back to to our local community. So he's just great. And everybody you hire to, your whole crew, they you train them, you teach them, you provide them with the same abilities that you know and, and mm-hmm. the knowledge take that you have. They're Great all stuff. unique and they've got their own personalities, but at the end of the day, we we pretty much all have the same voice inside the reports. And I think that well, you important. look over everyone too. On top of that, right? I've actually delegated that. Now. Oh, really? So well, we have Tim. Tim's one of our licensed inspectors, and he Tim that wears a hat. That's right. Tim so is awesome. Tim, Tim, Tim proofreads awesome. and delivers every yeah. report Retired between policeman, isn't 4 he and 7 a.m. Coast Guard. Coast Guard. Yeah, yeah. He's Good stuff. Posty. And if you don't want to go online, you can also call 615-905-6308. Awesome. Very and, good. Uh, you know, we teach CE classes for agents, too. Yes. yes. We, need to, we need to get hooked up with some mm-hmm. of that. Great yeah. stuff. Well, thank you, everybody, for joining us this week. We can't wait to have you come back next week. You've been listening to the talk of Music City Real Estate. <laughs>